too. Uh, he included me. I received that. You know, right here at the beginning of a year where a lot of the forecasters and the foretellers of all things economic uh, are painting a most bleak year. Uh, right here where it seems like the wicked are prospering and progressing more than ever around us. For the agenda of the Antichrist is flaunted before us with no restraint. Here in this moment of time, where so much of the truth, little t truth, reality, facts of life, it, is, it seems to be bad. Here at the beginning of this new year, though, I hear a strong, very familiar promise of God that I want to at least deliver to you today. And it's found in Philippians chapter 4. Don't put it up yet. I'm going to come to Philippians 4.19 in just a moment. Paul is speaking initially. This is in the letter he wrote to the church of Philippi. And I hear the Lord saying this. And when, I, when, when we look at this verse together, you're going to say, wow, that's like, that's, you know, real familiar. And sometimes God holds powerful revelation for us because of where we're at in life, even where we're at as a nation, but certainly where his people are at, his church is at. And so it's this verse, Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply. So in other words, when you read this bad news and you hear these, you get these bad reports coming into your ears, that's why I wanted to say, then look at this verse because it starts with the word but. The reports are bad, but... <laughs> The economy is not going to be good in 2023, but there's going to be uh, higher prices, higher gas, uh, shortages continue, but my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Folks, I believe that we're going to begin to see a shifting and a transfer even of the wealth of the wicked. That scripture talks about into the hands of the righteous. That is in God's word. Supernatural debt cancellation, I'm asking God for. Supernatural favor that will bring promotion and raises and contracts and sales and returns on investments and more into your life, into the hands of the faithful, into the hands of the faithful, into the hands of the givers, if you will. Those within the body of Christ who live by the principle, it is truly better to give than to receive. And you've been faithfully giving, faithfully tithing, faithfully serving, putting the needs of others and the needs of the kingdom before you, your own. And you've done it without question. You've done it without hesitation. You've done it against all odds. You, you've done it with no support maybe at times from friends or family. You've done it in faith and obedience to God. Even though you didn't get the recognition, you kept giving. You didn't get the raise, you kept giving. You didn't get the healing, you kept giving. You didn't get the loan, but you kept giving. You didn't get the contract, the deal, the commission, but you kept giving and you've been giving in obedience to God. I want to stand here before you at the beginning of this new year and remind us as well that God has noticed you. 
He is pleased with your faithfulness. It is about to be wonderfully rewarded, and that is his word on it, not mine. You see, God is not impressed with the sensational. He's not impressed with the spectacular. He does not honor those whom the world honors. He does not reward those who are rewarded by men. He's not impressed with anyone's resume. He's not impressed with anyone's reputation. God is not impressed with anyone's bank account. He's not impressed with anyone's number of followers or likes or subscribers or views. God is impressed when he looks at your life and he sees someone whose heart is surrendered to his will. When he sees someone who goes the extra mile, when no one sees you and no one will ever know about it. Someone who knows that his promise is true, which says you will reap if you faint not. I was reminded of these words from Isaiah chapter 40. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow weary or tired or weary or tired. And his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. But for though the youths even grow tired and weary and young men may stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Those whose hope is in the Lord. I don't know, maybe you call it keep on keeping on. Maybe you've called it, I've come too far to turn back now. Maybe you call it stick to itness. Maybe you call it having done all to stand, stand therefore. Maybe you call it going the extra mile or turning the other cheek, whatever you call it. Through every season of your life, those who hope in the Lord will renew. They will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint nor be feeble. I'm talking to people that when times were tight, you still kept tithing. When times were lean, you still kept giving. When times were challenging, you kept serving. When you couldn't see any change, you kept believing. You choose faith over fear, and you do it each and every day. You choose peace over worry each and every day. You choose forgiveness over offense each and every day. You choose joy over sadness every day. You choose truth over lies every day. And I'm standing here before you to tell you this is what has made you someone God can trust. If I've just described you, all I can say right here at the beginning of this new year is keep doing what you're doing for you're not serving God in vain He is the rewarder. He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Now, I know know the world will say and the world will tell us that that the definition of insanity is to keep doing the same thing over and over but expect a different result. 
But understand something with God. God's way is contrary to man's way. I mean, you know, Jesus speaking to the people said, I know you've heard it said that, you know, you love your neighbor and hate your enemy. The kingdom is contrary. Love your enemy. Do good to those that abuse you. I'm here to tell you today, if you've been doing good, if you've been trusting God, if I just described you, if you've been living a surrendered life, keep doing it because you are about to get a different result. And you're not insane. You're not insane for trusting God and continuing to trust God and continuing to live a surrendered life and expect a different result. Expect healing to come. Expect something different to happen because God is the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So the world would say you're insane. You're still believing God and nothing's happened. You must be insane. No, I'm not insane. I know God is about ready to turn the tables in my life. He's about ready to reward my diligence and my surrender. And I am expecting a different result in 2023. Hallelujah. Keep doing what you're doing while expecting a different result. My friend, for you are not insane. God is about to open heaven over your life. He's about to pour out blessing. There's not room enough for you to receive it. I'm talking about good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over blessing that comes straight from His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, this is not limited to money. Please don't ever understand the, the promise in, in, uh, in, in Malachi about the tithe where He'll open a window in heaven and pour out blessing. The word is blessing. The word is not He'll open a window in heaven and pour out money. Don't limit God's blessing to that. It's included though, but it's not limited to that. That good measure pressed down out of his riches, he's going to pour out your blessing and meet your every need and supply, but it is not limited to money. All I'm trying to do right here at the beginning of this new year is to stir up your expectation for more. Stir up the hunger and the thirst of God that He is ready to do more in, through, and for you than you've ever known before in your life. You're about to stop counting dollars. You're about to stop counting likes. You're about to stop counting interest rates. You're about to stop counting taxes. You're about to stop counting hours and days too and you're going to start counting nothing but the blessings of God for my God, our God, shall supply all of our need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Come on somebody, who will believe the report of the Lord today? Enlarge the place of your tent, the prophet Isaiah said. Stretch your tent curtains. Get that crossed up. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For the Lord is saying you're about to spread out to the right and to the left. That's Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. 
Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Make more room. Stretch out your expectation to include more of the demonstrations of the spirit and power of God than you've ever known before. Do not hold back. This is not the time to withdraw. Keep giving. Keep serving. Keep praying. Again, keep doing what you've been doing. But I'm telling you today, expect a different result. Somebody's about to get a different result. I said somebody is about to give a different result. And even though the devil said you were insane for continuing to trust God and you've not seen the breakthrough, you've not seen the healing, you've not seen the promotion. Keep doing it. You're about to see a supernatural intervention of God. Don't hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For the Lord is saying you're about to spread out on the right and on the left. Hallelujah. 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 I believe your testimony will increase in 2023. Your health will increase. Your anointing will increase. Your prayer life will increase. Your church life will increase. Your family will increase. Your spiritual authority will increase. And most of all, His glory is going to increase upon your life. If you continue walking in complete surrender. Pardon? Thank you, Brendan. <laughs> he was reminding me I didn't give you the title of the sermon. I might not even get to that title, but I'll give it to you since we have one. The title of today's message is Made for Another World. Made for Another World. Hallelujah. My wife, Pastor Christy, was talking about the prodigals, and that's, that's in my sermon, honey. You sort of gave that to everybody today. Thank you. It's a confirmation <clears throat> that, you, that I was going to talk about that. Do not be deceived, the Apostle Paul tells us in Galatians 6. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Now, don't only understand that in the negative. We tend to read that and understand it in the negative. Oh, God is not mocked, all you sinners, all you wicked. You're going to reap what you... No, that applies to the righteous. Man, when we're sowing good seed, and we've been sowing and sowing and sowing, we're going to reap according to what we've sown. Whoever sows to please the flesh, from the flesh will reap corruption, destruction, but whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. We're made for another world. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Let us not be, I'm talking to people, you, are, you have not become weary and doing well. You have not become weary in sowing. You've not become weary in living a surrendered life. Keep sowing. Keep walking in surrender. Keep walking in a lifestyle of repentance. Keep letting your light shine. You're about to get a different result and you're not insane. I came to tell you, you're not insane. Hallelujah. God is saying to someone, now I know you are someone I can trust. I've watched how you've handled suffering. I've watched how you've handled COVID. I've been watching how you've handled rejection. I've been watching how you've handled pain and loss. 
I've been watching how you've handled persecution, how you've handled giving sacrificially. I've been watching how you've handled my level of provision that you've been at, and I'm about to release more to you because I know now you are a person I can trust. So raise your level of expectation in 2023, starting right here and right now. And my friend, don't limit his increase by the low level of your expectation. I said don't limit the increase of God upon your life because of the low level of your expectation. I believe God is going to release more of His power among us, more demonstrations of His Spirit among us, more manifestations of His salvation, His deliverance from life-controlling sin and addictions, more of His gifts in operation in each life and in every gathering, more of His supply, in other words, more of His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 37, 18 and 19 says this, The blameless, the righteous, the surrendered, there's a lot of words you can put there that mean the same thing, the holy, spend their days under the Lord's care, and their inheritance will endure forever. In the times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. Take those two verses and stand on them this year. In times of, it does not matter again what the other reports, the reports of government, the reports of the CDC, the reports of the uh, Wall Street, the report, it does not matter what any of those other reports are, what they say. Let the word of God stand. Let God be true and every other. Man, every other report be a lie. And folks, we're living in days like that. There is no good news day to day. Murder. I mean, I'm seeing more murder-suicide. One parent or the other killing everybody in the house and then killing themselves. The level of despair, the spirit of death that hovers over this nation. In the midst of that, God's people are kept and protected. In the midst of that, the light that you have is so much more bright to shine to those that are in desperate, desperate places. You know why they're in desperate places? They've been drinking from temporary wells. Let me just summarize this and bring my introduction message to a close. I am convinced, and the Holy Spirit spoke that word through Pastor Christie, that the prodigals that are in your life, they are going to come to the end of themselves and the end of every drinking from every temporary well that they've been drinking from. There were two prodigal sons. You know, you can be a prodigal in the house. Uh Uh-oh, yeah, you can. One of the prodigal sons stayed in the house, but he was angry, he was bitter, he was spiteful. The other one took his inheritance and fled. And he sowed everything that he had. You see, 
Both sons had a very low level of expectation of the good things available to them in their father's house. One stayed in the house, the other chose to leave the house. He took his inheritance, I'll see you later. And this young man tried everything the world could offer. He drank from every well the world could offer. Everything that promised peace, everything that promised him joy, everything that promised him a better life, everything that money could buy, he tasted of the very best the world has to offer, the best of temporary things, the best of the flesh and blood. Did you, did you know the Bible says that God has placed eternity in the hearts of men, in the hearts of every human being, is eternity. And there is nothing in the temporary realm of the world that can satisfy that eternity that cries from the heart of every man. In everything this prodigal who left, in everything that he tried, in everything he tasted of, none of that could satisfy eternity calling from his heart. My friend, you and I, you have prodigals in our families, in our uh, lineage, in our line, uh, friends, loved ones uh, that are prodigals right now who, are, who have been drinking. I believe this young man, it, I believe it could have been years. I don't believe he went through his entire inheritance. His father was a wealthy man. I don't think he went through all of it in a, in a week or two or a month or two. I believe years went by. But he finally came to the end of drinking from temporary wells. Eternity was screaming out from his heart because he was made for another world. Made for another world. That father prayed day and night, night and day. When the son was afar off, the father ran to him. How did he see him when he was afar off? Because he was looking out the window every single day looking down the lane for that son. And when, he, was, when he, he saw him way out there because he was looking very intentionally as he prayed and fasted for that son to come home. That son, after he drank from every temporary well the world could offer, I believe the more that someone drinks from temporary wells, eats of temporary bread, experiences temporary thrills and temporary highs, all of which leave the emptiness deeper and darker at some point. And for some, it does take years. But at some point, they're going to come to the end of themselves where they are done with temporary wells. And they're going to start longing for a well that can finally quench their thirst. Some drank from it before, and they remember. Some have never tasted of that well yet. They, that, that thirst that they've always had for peace, for fulfillment, for belonging, for forgiveness, for true love. And the Holy Spirit is going to be right there to pick them up and lead them home to the Father's house. In other words, the more those temporary hungers and those temporary thirsts are not quenched and are not satisfied, I believe the stronger that eternal hunger, the stronger the hunger and the thirst for the living water, the only true well is going to intensify in each of their lives. Eternity cannot be satisfied by anything this world has to offer as this man finally discovered. You see, when temporary thrills and temporary highs are gone, Jesus is going to be standing there waiting to give them living water. 
My friend, there is no higher high than Jesus. <laughs> there is no more thrilling thrill than Jesus. There's no more fuller feeling than Jesus. There's no more peaceful peace or joyful joy than Jesus. As the word says, oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. Hallelujah. He is good. So in the temporary wells, and they're going to come to an end. I believe, I believe the more that that son tasted, the more that he partook of those temporary things, the temporary pleasures of sin, the stronger his thirst for the real, for the living water, the only true well that satisfies, it got stronger. His appetite for holy things started coming back and he came to himself and realized that nothing he had experienced and tasted of in the world satisfied him at all. And as the thirst for the real increases, the thirst for things eternal increases, the more you taste and see that the Lord, he is good, the less you want to even taste of the things of the world. Your thirst for things temporary decreases. Your thirst and desire for earthly things decreases. Your taste and your appetites begin to change. And every time you taste of things eternal, the more repulsed you are when you taste of things temporary. Is anybody hearing me today? And when the day comes... You finally lose all desire, all taste for earthly things, earthly delights, temporary wells, earthly pleasures. You come to the living water and you thirst no more. And honey, all I did was say what you said a little differently. The prodigals are coming home. They will, they will come to a place like this, this young man did where they realized, I had living water. Or I could get living water. I could go back to my father's house. Nothing in the world satisfies and you know why? Because none of us are created for this world. We were made for another world. You were created for another world. The more you drink of temporary wells, the more thirsty you'll be. But once you taste of living water, you never thirst again. You'll give up You'll give up a lot of things to follow Jesus. Did you hear what I said? You'll give up a lot of things <clears throat> to follow Jesus. Things like depression, things like addiction, things like rejection, things like fear, things like despair, things like sin and death. So yeah, you give up. I give up a lot and I'm glad to give up things like that in order to receive and have living water and the life who is Jesus. I don't know, maybe you're in here today and you feel a little conflicted. Maybe the taste of a temporary well just came up in your mouth. Maybe you're still drinking from temporary wells. Maybe, maybe you didn't realize you were created for eternity.
made for another world. And now you know, now you know why you're not satisfied. Because temporary wells will never satisfy. Oh, make the business bigger, multiply the business, multiply your investments, get more deals, get more contracts, temporary wells, temporary things that cannot satisfy eternity that is in the heart of each and every one of us. Eternity cries for a drink and a taste of living water. Maybe you need to respond to that. Would you bow your heads? And I just gave you the short version. Nothing more needs to be said. We've had a powerful time in the presence of our God, but I've brought this down to a specific conclusion. You've been drinking of temporary wells and they've not satisfied. You feel conflicted in this moment because you know you have. You know there's no peace. You know there's no contentment. You are unfulfilled, upset, Conflicted, contradicted. But today can be the day that you lose all taste for temporary wells and you drink of the living water. And I'm going to be that specific. Don't anyone look around. Let's let this be a private moment. If you'd say, Pastor, I, I'm done with temporary wells. I want to drink of the living water today. I want to know my sins are washed away by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus. I want to abandon every temporary well and every pig pen of life. I want to come and find my place at the Father's house, never to leave again. <clears throat> Is that you today? I just want to know who I need to pray for in this moment. If that's you, just let me see your hand. Put it up real quick and right back down. Put it up real quick and write back down. Anybody, anybody inviting you to drink of the living water, inviting you to drink. Any, anybody, anybody, anybody else, anybody else. Thank you, Father. Can we stand together? Holy Spirit, right now, bear witness as you do with the cry of every heart, the thirst of every heart. Lord, there are some in this room drinking from both wells. And they're unsatisfied. They feel conflicted. They're miserable. They're upset. They're, they're anxious. Holy Spirit, Take away from us every taste, every appetite for temporary wells. Let our appetite for living water overwhelm and consume us that we don't go to a temporary well ever again. We will drink from this day forward only from the well of living water That is the eternal thirst within each one of us. Because that well, the well of Jesus, is from 
that other world. It's from that other world. And we're created for another world, made with eternity in our hearts. So, Lord, here at the beginning of a new year, Holy Spirit, speak to us each and every day. If we still have, if we still have temporary wells, we need to abandon every temporary well because they'll never satisfy. We'll continue to feel and remain conflicted, torn, divided. If we continue drinking from temporary wells, because your water, living water, should be a wellspring springing up from within our souls, your word says. Rivers of living water. So, Lord, I thank you today. Let the level of our expectation rise like it never has been before. Lord, we, there is no way that we can not reap if we haven't been sowing. If we've been sowing, we're going to reap. There's going to be a reaping. You are the rewarder of those who diligently seek and serve you. You are the rewarder of them. And there are many in this room. Lord, we are not insane, but we are expecting a different result in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Remind us every day, Lord. It's real simple. Why am I not satisfied when I participate in that because you're made for another world? I'm made for another world. There's nothing in this world can satisfy. Nothing in this world is my portion. You are my portion, the strength and the hope of my life. And Lord, I thank you for that. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, everybody. You're made for another world.